Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Happy Halloween. Happy Victory. Oh, wait, no. Not, not Victory Monday. Sorry. I got ahead of myself. It was four weeks in a row. I got excited. I thought it was going to be five in a row, but joke's on me. How you doing, Manny? I'm doing amazing. It is Victory Monday for me, but we're not here to talk about my dub today. We're here to talk about your loss. That That is true. You had a great Sunday. I did not so much, but I had a great Halloween today. I was out with the kids. I dressed up as Luigi. My son was Mario. My daughter was Princess Peach. And I was about to change before we started recording. And then I looked at myself in the mirror. Was the wife Bowser? No, she was Toad. Okay, okay. okay. So I was about to take off my costume and I looked at myself in the mirror. And I realized I'm wearing a green hat. has a big-ass L on it. And I thought (laughs) this was appropriate. This is appropriate because I'm a loser. I'm a loser because I really thought and convinced myself that the Jets had actually turned the corner. I convinced myself that Zach Wilson was going to come out and show that he could lead a team to a victory. I thought that we could outplay a Bill Belichick defense. And guess what? The joke's on me, Manny. The joke's on me. In all fairness, even with Italy last week, um, Gunny on the show as well. Oh, Italy Italy. Jet. Okay, I was like, Italy? Yeah, sorry, Italy Jet, Gunny. Okay. A lot of Jets fans were looking for that embarrassment statement when against the Patriots. But that was silly. Like I, last week when we chose and we picked the game, yeah, everything in my brain said, "Don't pick against Bill Belichick with this Jets offense, especially without Brees Hall." But my heart said, "No, this is it. I feel it in my heart that this is going to be the change." And I was wrong. I should have listened to my head because obviously my heart was dead wrong. But I, to your point, and I agree with you. There was so much talk about how we need to embarrass them. And at one point I tweeted, I was like, I'm seeing a lot of talk about this. I don't care if we win by half a point. Let's just get the W. Did we forget where we've been for the last 11 years? Like, we don't want to embarrass. We just want to win. But alas, it was not. And I I think that I deal with the same thing in my fan base. I think a lot of people were upset during that three-game skid for myself and uh, just like it was for you to start the season. A lot, I think a lot of people get ahead of themselves. It's like, just be happy where you're at. Like, I, I think a lot of people just forget that how long a season is, how you could start hot and then just shit the bed the rest of the season. It, it happens more often than not to every single NFL team. And again, you can't call yourself the only loser because I honestly thought defense and running the rock were going to get you that dub. So, but... It has been a little bit of an overreaction this up Monday because people are shitting on Zach. People are shitting on your team. But for the most part, what's been your most glaring overreaction that you've caught up on today? I, I If I would have recorded this immediately after the game, I think I might have shit on Zach Wilson pretty bad also. Okay. Because it was very frustrating to watch Zach Wilson yesterday. But if you really think about it, he had a pretty decent first half. The, I, I, uh, I remember you texting me that, and I was like, eh, calm down. Yeah. Calm down. When we had Fireman Ed a couple weeks ago, and I said, we need to treat this like the 2009 Jets team, right? Yep. Where he's a, a game manager. And he said, no, but he's not a game manager. 
Maybe in the future he won't be. But right now he is. All we need him to do is to manage the game. Don't turn the ball over. The reason he's been successful the last four weeks is because he didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. Right? He didn't play hero ball. And right. yesterday he got out of himself. He got out of that mode. And I can't even blame him really completely because out of the first 15 plays, 12 of them were pass plays. Like at, at some point you have to commit to the run. I understand that Brees Hall was a great player, but Michael Carter can run the rock also. He only got 12 rushes all game. Mm-hmm. Like, and don't say it's because you were trailing because we weren't getting our ass kicked. At no point that I think they'd go over 12 points to lead. That's a two-possession game in the beginning of the second quarter. I mean, third quarter, I'm sorry. So yeah. I was really upset. I think a lot of it is on Zach Wilson. I think he did play poorly, but I think that was the number one overreaction. What about you, Manny? I was disappointed with your defense, and, and I get it. A lot of Jets fans were like, what? Our defense played spectacular, but did it? Did it play spectacular? You guys have played, you guys have played spectacular football against other teams. I think there was a missing element to your to your team yesterday. And because the reason I'm not overhyping or overreacting to the offense is because the offense has been what it is when Bryce Hall isn't effective or, as we see now, in the game. Um, that's why I can't just be like, oh, well, it's all on the offense. I can't because the strength of your team has been running the rock and your defense. Technically speaking, you give up six points in the first half and you gave up 16 in the second half, right? From a person who knows this specifically about their own team, when your defense is out on the field a long time, it's eventually going to catch up to you. But you guys only give up three points in that fourth quarter. That wasn't the story. So I expected more from this defense against Mac Jones because Mac Jones is really not that it. So my overreaction would be against your defense. I expected more. I, you know what? I, I have to disagree with you about the defense because okay. they scored one touchdown. That's it. Yep. The first drive yep. of the third quarter. That was it. And that third quarter, that sequence to end the second quarter and to begin the third quarter couldn't have gone any worse. Let, let's get into that. Let's get into sure. that real quick. John Franklin Myers, he's been playing pretty well, okay? okay. So I, I I can't completely poop the bet on him. But, man, as he made one he- – As much as I want to. Because he made one boneheaded – look, let, let, let's watch this back. I, I have – if you're watching on YouTube, if you watch him come in here, he comes in. I understand that some Jet fans want to be biased. I get it. But you cannot tell me – that this isn't a penalty. That is definitely a penalty. If you rewind this, if you rewind this just a bit, if you watch, he lets this ball go. The ball is out. It's gone. Look at where the ball is. It's no longer in his hand. And look at where John Franklin Myers is. Like, in that Packers game, I don't know if you remember, we were beating up on Aaron Rodgers. Every time we hit Aaron Rodgers, what was the first thing the Jets players did? They threw up their hands. Yep. To make sure that they didn't get a penalty. This was the complete opposite. He didn't only just hit him after he had released the ball, which, by the way, is a penalty in today's NFL. I don't care what you say, whether you like it or not. It's a penalty. It's a dumb penalty. Dumb penalty. But he went and he extended his arms. Like, come on, man. And this isn't the first time he does it. He did it against the Bengals with Joe Burrow out on the sideline. It was a third down, gave him a first down, gave him 15 yards, and they ended up scoring on that play, which changed the game also. Completely messed. And that's how the second quarter ended. So it goes from being a pick six and us going up 17 to three. Yep. At that point, if you go into halftime, 
up 17 to 3, up 14 points. Momentum's completely different. You no longer have to rely on Zach Wilson throwing the ball. You can just yep. run the rock. Things are different. But no, we did that. We gave him 15 yards, put him in field goal range. Immediately, they scored the field goal 10 to 6. That's fine. I felt really bad at that point, but I thought we could still get out of this. What happens to start the third quarter? Brandon Mann slips on the kickoff. It looks like a squib kick. They end up getting the ball basically at the 40-yard line. Mm -hmm. Next play, a 35-yard run by, I forgot what their running back's name is, 35-yard run. A couple missed tackles, boom, 35-yard. They're in field goal range. Two, three plays later, they're in the end zone. That was their offense yesterday. They kept getting great field position because of bad special teams play, Oof. because of bad turnovers by Zach Wilson. Yep. And what would the defense do? They would hold them. They didn't allow them to get in the end zone. Outside of that one drive, they held them. They allowed five field, five motherfucking field goals. That was it. The defense did their part. What fails was special teams, Zach Wilson, Mike LaFleur, Bill Belichick. We just can't get we just can't get through this guy. It's it's fucking frustrating. Hey, listen, and I definitely get it. I'm listen, if you're a Jets fan and you're listening to me say this, I'm not saying your defense is to blame. What I'm saying is what you expected was for your defense to show up. I felt like they could have done more. What you're saying is like, how could the fuck could you be asking for more? They only give up mad field goals throughout the whole game. When you need a turnover, you got to go and get that turnover. It's kind of my point. Mac Jones, come on. He's not, he hasn't been playing great ball this season. He should have never made the NFL's top 100 this past season. I don't know how the hell he made it on that list, but a lot of people are giving Zach shit. And Danny, did he play a great game? Absolutely not. He did not play a great game. Can he be a game manager? This game tells you he can't be a game manager. Can he get you back in the game when you're down? All these answers are no, right? But there's a little caveat that I want to share with you. When, I, right. went, when I went back through the history of Patriots games this season, right? Uh-huh. Tua had a 79.8 quarterback rating against the Patriots. Okay. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, 38.1. Uh, we have Lamar Jackson at 89.2, right? Pretty good, pretty good. Your following week, you played Aaron Rodgers and you kept him to a whole 48.0. The Patriots did. Right. Uh, Jared Goff, another terrible game, 85.0. I mean, sorry, 8.5 was the final QBR rating for that game. Got sacked twice. Again, one pick out of 19 of 35. For the most part, Jacoby Brissett, Again, you guys, I mean, the Patriots, again, held them down. What I'm trying to say is here, when I look back at all the Patriots games, they've gave fits to almost every single quarterback they've played. So when yeah. you say, is it time to give up on Zach Wilson? I'm saying it, this game was expected against that Patriots defense and Bill Belichick. So for me, if you're asking, is it time to give up? I, I'm what I said with Italy Jet last week. I think you got to give them the whole season. Because he's going to learn from this past game. You saw how frustrated he was after the game. He knows this loss was on him. And that's what you want to see from your quarterback. You want to you want to see him take that loss like, like he very well should. But for the most part, I know most fans are going to be like, oh, I don't care what they, the Patriots did, defense did against other quarterbacks. But I'm just letting you know, you have a young quarterback. And they stopped other quarterbacks from looking good who've had much better or they've been in the league much longer than Zach Wilson. That's just my take on people poo-pooing on Zach Wilson. Now, the thing is, the second half of the season, 
they have an easier schedule. Like I understand Zach just played against the Packers, which I think it was the second or, or, or first in defensive pass. I oh, was sorry, uh, defending seventh. against the pass. I think it was like seventh, seventh. Team, right? Well, I thought it was first at one point, but maybe it's okay. dropped down. Then the Broncos, one of the top teams. I think the, the Patriots were top 10 also. So, yes, he hasn't played against an easy schedule as far right. as past defenses. But then again, who does? Eventually, that has to stop being an excuse. You have to be able to produce somewhat. Like, he did it in the first half. He just got out of himself in the second half. He started trying to play hero ball. And yeah. that was the issue. And that second interception, man, like, it was frustrating to see that he had the right idea to throw it out of bounds. But he managed to still keep the ball in play while trying to throw it out of bounds, like th- that. I, that's I, I think I that's it. fixable. That's fixable. Though. I agree. That's fixable. That third interception where he just threw up a prayer—that's what you have to come and like. You have to reel that back. Like you haven't earned the right to make crazy throws like that. Somebody that's you know earned their stripes. A, a Josh Allen, a Patrick Mahomes, they do that, and you're like, man, that was stupid. But yeah. they earned the right to do that. Zach Wilson hasn't earned that right yet. I agree. And, but, and but, I'm gonna give you, and I'm gonna tell you something else. I'm gonna play this clip, and I want you to tell me what you think, because I feel like he also hasn't earned the right to act this way. All right. Every time I get out of the pocket, it just gets frustrating to throw the ball away, and and that's what I've done the last four weeks to put us in a good position to not turn the ball over and for us to win. And so I need to just be able to keep doing that when something's not there. You know, it, it gets old getting out and not seeing anything there and trying to, and it's really only the last one that was I was really forcing. I mean, the one before that, I was truly trying to throw that ball away. Now, he said it gets old trying to throw the ball away, even though that's what I've been doing the last four games where we've been winning. So what? We're just going to stop doing that? He wants to do more for boring. his team. It Listen, gets boring. This no, is he doesn't the, like being called the game manager. That's what it is. This is on the same level. That that comment, I think, is on the same level of Elijah Moore after the game when they asked him, what's your relationship with Zach Wilson? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't get the ball. I wouldn't be able to tell you. I think you got, you got Robert Sala, which I think is a good leader of men. He needs to get into the face of Zach Wilson, get into the face of Elijah Moore, and be like, this is a fucking team game. And you, and you two right now are giving off the vibes that it's not about the team. Because that comment right there, I don't know. That that would definitely rub me the wrong way as a coach. Well, and, and as a fan. But let's keep going. Let's listen to the next one where the reporter asked, would you put this game on your shoulders? Would, like, would you shoulder the blame? This loss, is this one that you look at? And say, no, but I need, to, I need to play better. How does this loss impact the team's confidence going forward? It doesn't. We'll be good. No. No. Do you shoulder the blame? No, it wasn't my fault. I mean, I got to play better, but it's not right. my fault. But that's Take some accountability. I Even get if you don't it. think you know so, what? I take some accountability. It. I took it as accountability. I did. You know what it is? He's he's showing – he's saving face as much as he can because he already knows no, how much no. pressure is on him. A good leader says, yeah, but you know what? I'm the quarterback. I'm the, I'm the quarterback. It's, it's all on me. When we win, it's the team. And when we lose, it's on me because I'm it's the not, quarterback. He's not that yet. Remember, he he's needs to, to catch up that. right here. He needs to you still catch up between the eyes, man. You had an interview last week where he said, yeah, the New York media doesn't bother me. It's, it's not as bad as Apparently everybody says. Yeah, let's see how much it's not bothering him. I asked, look how he's answering these questions. It's definitely bothering him. It's easy to smile when you're winning. Look yeah. at him right now. Let's keep going. Let's keep going with this with this uh, carousel. All right. Yeah. 
terrible call, but that's football. It happens all the time. If it was there, I wish I would have taken it, but we'll watch the film. Doesn't he seem really smug the way he's answering those questions, though? <laughs> he does. He does, like, but I, he's I think such a smug. He kid. needs that. First of all, he's been smug since he came out of college, sir. There was at no point in time that you looked at this guy, and you're like, oh, he's a down to earth kid. This kid has been smug since he came out. He's been smug since he was laying down milks <laughs> you know, in American I, Pie. I don't you know, know who told the New York. No, no, no. I don't know who told the Jets fan base that this kid is like, oh, you know what? I want him to marry my daughter. No, he's who you send out if you want to fuck your best friend's mom. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about here. It's, you know what? I think it is also. It's his chewing of the gum as he's answering the questions. <laughs> I don't know why that rubs me the wrong way. So much. I don't. If it's something that people you normally do, because I feel like it's it's just, man. It it it's, really it's very it's Aaron annoying Rogers. me. It's, it's very annoying Aaron Rodgers when he answers him. questions. It's annoying me watching. Yeah, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has earned the right to answer I questions get it. that way. I get it. All right, let, let's finish off this clip. Let's do it here, John. For, for quarterbacks, and you've seen one obviously statistically. If, if you see yeah, I don't care about stats. <laughs> you've taken that second year. I don't, I don't look at it like that. I go one game at a time, one play at a time. Yeah, we'll have these guys in two weeks. We'll have these guys, these in, two guys weeks. in two weeks. What more do you want from the guy? Listen. I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm just telling you, Jets fan, that if you want somebody with some big balls, he's answering the question like he has some big balls. Now, granted, it's not merited because he hasn't done shit with the arm talent that he has. But you can't blame him for the the way he's answering questions, Danny. You need to have that thick skin when you're you're playing for the the New York media. Uh, To an extent, I agree with you because I think you do need some thick skin. Yeah. But to me, personally, yeah. I see that, and I think he doesn't have thick skin. I feel like he already knows, before he <laughs> even heard the criticism, the criticism's coming, and it's already pissing me off <laughs> that what they're going to say. So I'm going to come up here, I'm going to chew my gum, and I'm going to give two- to three-word answers and kind of just brush everyone off. That sounded very Bill belichick is honestly. It did. It did. But his role model or his favorite player growing up was Aaron Rodgers. And when I see him answering questions, that's that's what I think about. He's trying to be more like A Rod. But Danny, one of the bigger one of the bigger questions you asked me after that game was, can this team continue winning with missing the key players that it's missing? And my immediate answer was, let's talk about it when we record tomorrow. When I look at the game, what did I tell you last week? I feel like your defense is still strong enough, and you still have Michael Carter in the backfield. Uh-huh. God damn it, Zach Wilson, be a game manager until you until you get everything between the head because between the eyes. Because my thing with this team is when I look at it without having my dolphin dolphin hat on, is you have the key components of what makes a great team that wins football games. Great defense, run the rock, make sure your quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. Right now, the biggest proponent of that is that you have a quarterback who's turning the ball over. My saving grace as a Dolphins fan is, for the most part, even if we're having a shitty game, I can rely on my quarterback not turning the ball over. Right now, you guys don't have that. So to answer your question is, I think that because of the easier portion of your schedule coming up, I think you can still win games, even though you're missing Brees Hall and AVT. Our defense, I think, can get us more wins also. 
for sure. Like you said, if Zach is a game manager, and I really do think that he can be a game manager. He did it the last four games. He said it himself. It got boring. That worries me a little bit that he words it that way, but he can do it. He chose not to do this because he he wanted to help the team win. I'm not going to say it was an egotistical me, me, me. I want to be the star of this game. I'm not going to say that. He just wanted to make the play. He's like, things aren't working out. Let me make a play to win the game. And and I respect that to an extent, but he needs to be a game manager. And Mike LaFour needs to help him by running the ball more. I agree. Let me ask you a question, and it's, it's going to be a two-part question. I, I do I do the play that the reporter brought up. I saw it on the All-22. Literally, the pocket collapsed to the left and right of him, mm-hmm. and he had about 15, 20 yards in front of him that he could have scrambled for. And he's he's athletic. He could have gotten at least 15 yards out of that play. Oh, that, was a, that was a fourth down. And he ended up lobbing it into the end zone off. Uh, I think I forgot who he was trying to target. Might have been Conklin. But and he overthrew Conklin. But yes, I thought when I was watching it live that he could have gone for the first down also with his legs. But I mean, he thought he had the the lob. I mean, I'm not killing him for that. Play. No, I'm, I'm not, not killing, killing him either. Him. But I, I do agree with what the reporter was saying. Do you think he could have ran there? And if he's looking at Conklin, there's no way he's looking down and be like, oh, do I got 15 yards in front of me? So I get the kid not taking that play. I'm not saying to bench him, but let me ask you a question. Do you think it would have been a different game if you had Joe Flacco in there yesterday based off the fact that he's been in these type of games where he's like, I just got to take care of the ball. Is that game winnable if you got Joe Flacco in the game? It's funny It's funny you say that. Everybody thought it was a little odd that Joe Flacco was inactive and that Mike White was, was promoted to second string, right? Yeah. And I thought that was really weird also. As the game was going on, in my mind, I thought to myself, if Joe Flacco would have been active, I would have loved to see him come in in that fourth quarter. Because this game was still within reach. And Zach was having a bad game. And he might have been in his own head. And it doesn't mean that you bench him and that he doesn't come back. Like, he still starts next week. But for this game, his head isn't there. Bill Belichick got in his head. Let's put Joe Flacco in there. Let's see if he can work some magic. That's what I would have done. But because it was Mike White, I didn't think that that was going to happen. And it didn't happen, obviously. Because I don't think Mike White would bring anything that that Zach Wilson wasn't already doing. Can, can before, we get, we, before we move on, there you go. I want I wanted to talk about the Patriots. Well, two things. One, and I also wouldn't give up on Zach Wilson yet. I think 18 games into his career, he's showed that he can manage the game. He showed some throws. That first half, for those of you that just have been clouded by the second half and those mistakes, go back and watch the first half. He rolled to his left on the first first down of the game on a third and five, and he rolled to his left and hit Tyler Conklin with a beautiful pass for like 15 yards. That's when I texted you about I said, what yes. a dime. And then later on, he rolled to his right and hit Garrett Wilson for 54 yards down the right sideline. When he's rolling out of the pocket is when he's at his best. Yep. Unfortunately, because he's so good at evading pressure, he does it too quickly, I think, and he's constantly on the move. And I don't know if that's what assists with the pressure because maybe if he would have stepped into the pocket, maybe he wouldn't feel as much pressure as he usually does because it feels like this. I don't know if it's the offensive line is that bad or he's just moving out of the pocket too quickly because I feel like there's defenders on top of him just about every single play. Good point. So, And then I wanted to talk about the Patriots just one more time. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Mac Jones is what I like to call a little bitch. <laughs> okay. I – People criticize soccer for flopping. People criticize basketball for flopping. This guy is out here. I know where you're going with this. I I know where you're going with this. For flags. 
He is going out I don't agree. and trying to get flat. I do agree that he's a bitch, but I don't agree with what he's about to show you guys. Yes, he yes, he is. He is yes, a bitch. Is. I agree. No, and, and it's bullshit. Now look, look at this. <laughs> look at him dive for contact. I don't care how hard he was hit. He was the runner. If that is any running back, that doesn't yeah. get called for a flag. He Correct. is a runner at that moment. He decided to be the dumbass to go head first instead of sliding for that first there down. There you go. He that got a, hit. That I was should not be a penalty. F facts. I agree with you. At the 25-yard line, Jones working from the gun. Stepping up. Jones gets out of it, and he'll take it to the sideline and take another shot. This time, DJ Reed lowers the shoulder. No penalty. No penalty. No, no penalty, but he was fishing for it. This is what I wanted to show you. Look at this. He's about to go out of bounds. For those of you watching on YouTube, if you're listening on podcasts, sorry. This is a play in the second quarter. Just I think this is one or two plays after the C.J. Mosley penalty. Yes. He is yes. running down the sideline. He sees D.J. Reed approaching. He starts to approach out of bounds. But uh -huh. look at him. He's looking straight at D.J. Reed's face. Does he go out of bounds? No. What does he do? He gets as close as possible to that white line. He lowers his shoulder, and he waits for DJ Reed to pop his ass. And why does he do that? He's fishing for more flags. That's a Bill Belichick special because they are made-back bitches. <laughs> Look at this. He's not avoiding that. He's not. He could have easily stepped out of bounds. You want to play devil's advocate, or you want to just... Look at this. Look at this. No, 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 no. Look at that left leg plant. He could have easily stepped out of bounds with that left or crossed over with that right leg. But what's he Fair doing? Enough. He's waiting for the contact. Why? Because he's trying to get another penalty. He's such a little bitch. Go ahead. Give, play, play the devil's advocate. I want to hear this bullshit. I, I'm not going to – listen, I do agree. Mac Jones is a bitch, especially the one that he had last week sliding with his cleat up in the air to clip the, to clip the dude in the nuts. Yes, yes that's, that's right. That's another one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, and, and look, and, and you're a Dolphin fan. You'd appreciate this. Tell me why when he gets hit by C.J. Mosley, look at him. He's just lying there. It looked like he died. Why didn't he get taken off the field? If that <laughs> was Tua, you. if that was Tua, he would have had to retire. The spotters only work for the against the Dolphins. It doesn't work for anybody else in the NFL. That's Playing devil's advocate real quick before we give a trophy out that I want to give a, a trophy out this to this past week. Um, devil's advocate on that. You could say from a – I hate to say this – you can say it from a Patriots standpoint it. that the reason he didn't step out of bounds, he was trying to get an additional yard. The reason that he, he was, stopped running. The reason with the with he the head. Himself no, no, for the, hit. the reason for the head movement, meaning instead of sliding, oh, CJ Mosley. Yeah, yeah, instead of sliding okay. and and losing that one yard, he said, "If I die forward, because look, I'm dealing with a quarterback in my in my team right now that lack last week was trying to run over linebackers and DBs after suffering a horrific concussion several weeks ago." So I'm not saying that Mac Jones is doing that. I'm saying if I'm going to play devil's advocate on that first one, I think he's try just trying to get more yards and make something happen. That's just my point I, on I, that. But you know what? And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that reasoning. I was upset with the fact that it was called a, pa uh, a penalty. I agree. But it should that's not have fine. been a penalty. I agree. He decided to dive head first to try to get an extra yard because if he slides, he doesn't get that extra yard. Correct. And I'm fine with that. But he's a runner at that point. It should not that's have been a penalty. And, no. and if he's not wearing a Patriots jersey, he doesn't get called. And the commentators, by the way, both agreed that that should not have been a penalty because he didn't give up. He literally was trying to get more, and that should not have been a penalty.
But my point is that because he got that call, two plays later, he tried to get a little bitch call off of DJ Reed. That's what that's what I'm upset about. Is that he was, oh, they called it. Let me see if I can get another another easy 15 yards since I suck and I can't get those 15 yards myself. Because they didn't score on that drive, by the way. Can can we oh, talk about can we talk about one positive thing before we preview next week? I have a hard time finding positives. For sure. There was. I can I cannot believe you say that because I think one pro, one person on this team definitely deserves a trophy. Garrett Wilson. Play for special team? Oh, yeah. Garrett, 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 Wilson. Garrett Wilson, six catches, 115 yards. Like you said, that rollout to the right side, that 50, 54 yard that he brought in. Listen, and, and, oh, and by the way, I'm sorry, Tyler Conklin, six catches, 79 yards. Granted, that last touchdown wasn't garbage time. You guys were pretty much out of the game at that point. But, but we still Conklin, had a chance. Right. But Tyler Conklin, another big game from him as well after he, he's been missing the last two weeks. I think those two guys offensively definitely deserve trophies for this game. Um, there was a lot but, of negatives. There was a lot of negatives you could you could take away from this game. But those two special right teams. There, yes, you're right. But special teams, after week one, they had been probably one of the best special teams in the league. Honestly, yeah. But they they were horrible yesterday. Braden Man had that slip on the kickoff. He had a punt that went 22 yards. They they there was a punt where we punted it like 60 yards and we let them return it for like 70 and they got the ball at their own 27, which was another field goal. Again, they started, I think their average uh, field position to start every drive, I think it was like their 45 yard line. Like they had a crazy start to every drive. And at that point, the defense is, they give up two uh, two first downs and it's a field goal already. Yeah. And you, you guys punted four times for 188 yards, not one inside the 20. So yeah, you, you had a bad week, but one more trophy to give out. Um, the rest of your defense basically played, like I said, I, I don't think there's anybody standout except C.J. Mosley. Ten solo tackles out of the 13 he had. He was all over the field yesterday. So C.J. Mosley, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, Manny, yeah. but C.J. Mosley got me upset yesterday. Okay. You know why he got me upset? Because he came into the game wearing a Bane mask. So I thought he is going to destroy shit. Like he is going to fuck shit up. And you know what he did? I would say 13 tackles fuck shit up. But. He dropped a very easy interception that hit him he did. right off the chest. He did. Right off the chest. He's not a receiver or a right quarter or a tight end, but he's I don't I'm care. They scored a field goal right after that. <laughs> and that was the reason that – I mean, that wasn't the only reason, but that would have prevented a field. We would have gotten the ball back. Yeah, C.J. Mosley was everywhere. He got 13 tackles. But, yep. man, it's really frustrating to see – how they dinked and dunked their way up the field consistently. And from, a, from, from two crazy. people, from two people who have seen the Patriots offense firsthand over the last 20 plus years, it's what they do. They're not going to beat you over the top. They're not going to like game plan you to death. It's going to be ding and dug up in the field. But guess what, Danny? It's time to move on from this loss and potentially another one. As we preview the Buffalo Bills, good sir, it is time. Um, you know what? It's funny. Before you I'm tell me what's funny, what what's Vince McMahon's song? <laughs> I wish I had that queued up. <laughs> no chance in hell. All right. Yeah. Well, like you were gonna, like you were insinuating just now. Yep. No chance in hell. Yep. I thought we had a chance to beat the Patriots, even though my head told me, "Don't fucking let yourself think that," because okay. it's Bill Belichick and you lost Brees Hall. But I let myself think that. And I thought six and two going up against the Bills, it's almost a guaranteed loss because they're not taking you lightly. Nope. They're looking at you as a threat. 
yeah. because you are six and two. Now, what's funny is that I oddly feel more optimistic about this game because we just lost than I would have if we won. Talk for about several, it. For several reasons. One, Zach Wilson, I don't think he's going to try to play hero ball next week because of what happened this week. Two, I think we're going to try to stick to the running game a little more than we have because, one, the Bills' deep pass defense is great, and two, because our success came when we were running the ball. The last four games, the last four games that we won at least, we had 29 rushes against Pittsburgh, 33 rushes against Miami, 33 rushes against the Packers, and 24 against Denver. Yesterday we had 15, and I think one or two of those were Zach Wilson. Mm -hmm. So we stopped running the ball. I think we're going to go back to running the ball. And I think our team is going to be as motivated as possible after such a loss. Do I think that that translates to a win? (laughs) No. But I would have felt almost assured that, you know what, we're going to lose this game. But for some reason, I had this little bit of hope that maybe this means that the Bills are like, ah, it's the same old Jets. And that they're not going to come out as amped up as they would have if they would have played a team coming into that game on riding a five-game win streak. What do you say to that, man? Wow. you're Listen, I get that it's this much. You sound pretty optimistic about your potential of escaping with a dub at home no. against the Buffalo Bills. No, it's just that before I, I felt like it was 0.01% chance. Like, like I really thought yeah. that that was a guaranteed loss because yeah. we would be riding so high that the Bills would be like, nah, let's bring you back down. But I really feel like the Bills saw that. I feel like most of the NFL really saw it like, they're the Jets we remember. They're not that serious. The keys to the game, I talked about it last week with you in Italy, was I said, let me look ahead real quick to you guys playing the Buffalo Bills. If your defense could hold Josh Allen out of the end zone, mm-hmm. you, have, you have a potential to keep this game close. Mm-hmm. You kept Mac Jones in check for most of the game, but we're talking about Mac Jones. You played against Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have a lot of people to hold. He doesn't have a lot of people to throw the ball to, but guess what? You kept them in check as well. Um, when I look at this and you say, I think we're going to run the ball more. The Buffalo Bills allow around 95 yards on the ground per game, but they're allowing 223 through the air. I think that's the majority of, you know, their corners and safety has been banged up this season, mm-hmm. but I don't think you could, <laughs> I don't think there's any possible way, maybe Patrick Mahomes, but outside of Patrick Mahomes, I don't think there's a lot of people that are going to be able to keep offensively up with the Buffalo Bills. So if they get a, let's say, a 14 point lead on you, already I'm a th- I'm thinking you guys have a 0.0001 percent chance to even think about winning this game. Um, you guys are 13 point underdogs at home. It's basically 80. It's 80 percent to the Buffalo Bills right now to beat you at home. Um, because of that bravado that I just saw from Zach Wilson in that press conference, Danny, I, I, I get what you're saying. You, you think he's going to go back to a game manager, but I think it's going to be the opposite, and here's why. You're seeing another young quarterback across the field from you. Last week you saw Mac Jones. This week you're seeing Josh Allen, both relatively young in, in the NFL standards. And you're going to see him doing some shit on that field against your defense. So you're going to be like, I could do that. 
And I think something's going to get in him. He's like, I'm going to show you I could do that and give up some turnovers next week against that Buffalo Bills defense. I got the Bills defense, and I have a 100% chance, and I am starting him against Zach Wilson this upcoming week. I, 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 I disagree. I think Zach Wilson is going to be a little smarter than that. Okay. I think he's going to protect the ball. I don't think he's going to play hero ball. I really don't. I think that after last week, he's going to realize, even if it's not 100% true, he has to realize that they won four games just with him managing the game. Like the run, the run game won them the game. The defense won them the game. What failed them yesterday was special teams, honestly, because yeah. having the, the defense already playing at a disadvantage with all the starting field position mm-hmm. was rough. Zach Wilson kept starting at the 20. You know who was really disappointing yesterday? Braxton Berrios. Yeah. He ran the ball out twice out of the end zone. And he, we started the, each drive at like the 15-yard line. Like, don't run it out. What's the point? Why does anybody run it out anymore? Just take the 25 yards. Like, can, it, yes, go can, ahead. Can we also talk about – I get the Braxton Barrios disappointment card there. And, God, I want to stop talking about this game because, again, there was a lot of negatives. But one thing all three of us spoke last week was, hey, we might catch a glimpse of Elijah Moore. Where the fuck was Elijah Moore this game, Danny? I don't know. I, th- I thought for sure he would get involved. That 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 had me very surprised. One target, no catches. Right. Uh, man. That, that, that was very surprising. That was very disappointing. Um, even Mims got into the action. Mims had like two or three catches. Two catches, 76 one. yards. The, I mean, there was a big one in the fourth quarter, which was garbage time. But Yeah. Yeah, man. Elijah Moore, I'm not sure what he has to do to get back into the Jets' good graces because I know he didn't get a lot of snaps. But I mean, maybe just just putting like keep your head down and do what Dunzo Mims did. Keep your head down and just keep working. But you know what Elijah Moore did? Then again, I mean, it's it's the reporters that try to get it out of you. They're like, of course. So how's your relationship with Zach Wilson? I, I heard it. I heard it. He's like, I don't know. I don't get the ball. I don't know. How much will you? How yeah, much I, will I, tell I, you how it is if I, I don't I, get I, the ball? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I get it. I get it. They're trying to fish for that, just like Mac Jones fishes for flags. Oh. But, wow. um, he has to go no comment on those, man. Like, stop feeding the flames. Like, that's yeah. it. All right, Danny. But, well, it's game time, sir. Time to pick this game. All right. I'll let you go first because I oh, think you're oh. a little more sure about what you're saying. Oh, baby. Jets, <laughs> if you didn't hate – Jets fans, if you didn't hate me before, you're definitely going to hate me now. Um, I think, like the Vince McMahon song goes, Danny, I hope you add it to the clip. You guys have absolutely no chance – of even sniffing a win this week. Um, it's just how I felt about the Buffalo Bills coming into the season, kind of how you felt. Um, we, we knew they were going to be the top dog in the AFC East. They've shown that they're the top dog. They're one of the top dogs in the AFC altogether. Um, they only have one loss coming into the season. That was against – and even that game, the whole world was trying to make excuses for them on why they shouldn't have lost but, that game. But it's funny you say that. Go ahead. I'll let you finish now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so technically – 7-0, that's what most people want to call it. Technique, I mean, reality is they're 6-1 because they lost to us. Um, that took a defensive stand like no other because they ran 90 plays on offense. And like I said, you guys are definitely strong enough on defense to contain Josh Allen for a bit. Sir, they, he, he gets that ball to a lot of people. I want Listen, if you've watched the episodes up to now, we're on episode 9. I pick you guys to win a lot of these games. Most of the time, I'm right. right. A lot. Yep. Yeah, I, most of the times I'm right. But I'm telling you, right now, there's 
he's feeling a little bit more confident than I am. I am not. Zero percent chance. I think you guys lose this game 37-10. I'm giving you 10 points on this game. Um, God, I'm I, selfishly, I'm, I'm hoping that Sauce Gardner shows up and picks off Josh Allen and runs one back to the house, and that's how you guys score. But 30, 34 to 37 is what I'm thinking the Bills are going to put up. They barely put up, what, what, 27 points or 24 points against – 28 points against the, the Packers just now. But even Josh Allen, while he was throwing picks, he was literally turning around looking at the camera, and he was smiling after throwing interception. Like, it didn't even phase him because he knew, like, we got this in the back. He just didn't care. And if he didn't care last week against A-Rod, he's going to care even less against this week against Zach Wilson. Um, yeah, bro. 10 points for you guys in the 30s for the Bills, and they come out with a dub at MetLife Stadium. I, I believe in the Jets' defense. I really do. I think that they put up 22 points yesterday, but I think a lot of had that was on the special teams. I agree. And, and, and those turnovers by Zach Wilson, I mean, they held them to whatever yards they got on each drive, and they just gave up a field goal because of where they started in the drive. So I do believe in the Jets' defense. I do believe that Zach Wilson will be a game manager, and I do think that the special teams will step up because it's impossible for them to have a game that bad again. With that said, the Buffalo Bills are, in my opinion, still the best team in the NFL. But if your shitty Dolphins defense <laughs> was able to keep them to 19 points. Yep. You can call them shitty all you want, sir, but we don't break. They, they're shitty. They, they got, they got molly whopped yesterday in the first half. So now, What happened in the second half? Because you're a person who only likes looking at quarters. What happened in the second half? I, I honestly don't remember. I was so upset with the, the Jets game that I stopped paying attention to your game. <laughs> so I, I think that we have a chance. Yeah. Am I going to pick them to win? No. Down. Chance of slowing yes. them down is what you're yes, saying. Yes. Got it. Yes. I don't, I don't think they'll put up 37 points like you said. Okay. I think that the, the game will – I think they might put up 24 points. I think we'll put up 17 and we'll lose by a touchdown. Where are you getting these 17 points from? From a run game, from a pick six by Sauce Gardner. Okay, that's seven. I gave you that one as well in my, in my okay. prediction. Michael Carter will run one in eventually for 20 yards. <laughs> I, I hope I'm right on this so I can clip all these back next week. <laughs> and, and then we'll sure, get a field goal. Make sure you get me laughing at you. <laughs> you mean when you, like you laugh when I – actually, let's, let's end it on this. Let's end, let's it, on end this. it. Let's end it. Let's end it on this. I, I, again, I think we have a chance. We'll lose by seven. Sure. If before the season started, mm -hmm. you would have—I mean, I predicted them to be more or less five or four by this point. But you did, you did. But nobody else did, and and I even doubted it myself. I was like, I feel good about it, but like we, you never know. We still need to get Brady quit on the show. Just saying, go ahead. If if I would have been told a hundred percent that my prediction was right, that by the bye you'll be five and four, right? Predicting, let's say we that we lose the Bills, mm -hmm. I'd be happy. Because if you're five and four, what was my goal at the beginning of the year, Manny? To be in the hunt come December. That's it. And as of right now, if we go into the bye five and four, or maybe six and three, at that point, you are just about in the hunt for the rest of the season, unless things completely go disastrous and, and you end up could. losing. And it could. It could. It could. Technically, it could. But with the defense that we currently have, I don't think that's going to happen. So I, I do think that we're going to be in the hunt. It would suck to ride that high of that four-game win streak 
be five and one so confident, five and two going into that Patriots game, and then have the wheels fall off. But I still think that we have a chance to be in the hunt. I still think we have a chance of a wild card. And I think that Jets fans need to walk off the ledge. But it's going to be very hard because we lost to the Patriots. We might follow it up with the loss to the Bills. And then you have a bye week following that. And then you go to New England after the bye week. So it's a really rough four weeks, right? Patriots, Bills, bye, Patriots. Yeah. But just know that whatever happens in that New England game in New England after the bye, things get a little softer and all hope is not lost. So just just hang in there is what I'm saying. Hang all right. In there. All right. And, and I'm with you. I won't say anything negative else this show. Um, you could catch the Battered Jets fans podcast tomorrow joining Gunny Gumby on Taco Tuesday, where I'll be laughing a little bit more when they bring up the Buffalo Bills. But, Danny, I'll let you, I'll let you take us out. You know, uh, like, subscribe, share, all that other good stuff. Uh, you know what? I, I've been having fun making these hype videos before the games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to make one for the Bills game. You probably should I, I, I probably shouldn't. I, probably should. I, don't, I don't know what to get hyped about, honestly. I feel like I have a little bit of hope, but like, I don't know if it's like, let's get hyped hope. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll figure we'll something out. see what out. you got. We'll see what you got. All right. Well, with that, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you guys next week after we beat the Bills. Yeah. <laughs>